Exodus 37 through Exodus 38. Now Bezalel made the ark of acacia wood. Its length was two and a half cubits, its width one and a half cubits, and its height one and a half cubits. And he overlaid it with pure gold inside and out, and made a gold molding for it all around. He cast four rings of gold for it on its four feet, two rings on one side of it, and two rings on the other side of it. And he made poles of acacia wood, and overlaid them with gold. He put the two poles into the rings on the sides of the ark, to carry it. He also made an atoning cover of pure gold, two and a half cubits long, and one and a half cubits wide. And he made two cherubim of gold. He made them of hammered work at the two ends of the atoning cover, one cherub at the one end and one cherub at the other end. He made the cherubim of one piece with the atoning cover at the two ends, and the cherubim had their wings spread upward, covering the atoning cover with their wings, with their faces toward each other. The faces of the cherubim were toward the atoning cover. Then he made the table of acacia wood, two cubits long, a cubit wide, and one and a half cubits high. He overlaid it with pure gold, and made a gold molding for it all around. And he made a rim for it of a hand width all around, and made a gold molding for its rim all around. He also cast four gold rings for it, and put the rings on the four corners that were on its four legs. Close by the rim were the rings, the holders for the poles to carry the table. And he had made the poles of acacia wood, and overlaid them with gold, to carry the table. He also made the utensils which were on the table, its dishes, its pans, its libation bowls, and its jars, with which to pour out drink offerings of pure gold. Then he made the lampstand of pure gold. He made the lampstand of hammered work, its base and its shaft, its cups, its bulbs, and its flowers were of one piece with it. There were six branches going out of its sides, three branches of the lampstand from the one side of it, and three branches of the lampstand from the other side of it. Three cups shaped like almond blossoms, a bulb and a flower on one branch, and three cups shaped like almond blossoms, a bulb on a flower on the other branch. So for the six branches going out of the lampstand. And on the lampstand there were four cups shaped like almond blossoms, its bulbs and its flowers. And a bulb was under the first pair of branches coming out of it, and a bulb under the second pair of branches coming out of it, and a bulb under the third pair of branches coming out of it, for the six branches coming out of the lampstand. Their bulbs and their branches were of one piece with it. The whole of it was a single hammered work of pure gold, and he made its seven lamps with its tongs, and its trays of pure gold. He made it, and all its utensils, from a talent of pure gold. Then he made the altar of incense of acacia wood, a cubit long and a cubit wide, square, two cubits high. Its horns were of one piece with it, and he overlaid it with pure gold, its top and its sides all around, and its horns, and he made a gold molding for it all around. He also made two golden rings for it under its molding, 
on its two sides on opposite sides, as holders for the poles with which to carry it. And he made the poles of acacia wood, and overlaid them with gold. Then he made the holy anointing oil, and the pure, fragrant incense of spices, the work of a perfumer. Then he made the altar of burnt offering of acacia wood, five cubits long and five cubits wide, square, and three cubits high. And he made its horns on its four corners, its horns being of one piece with it, and he overlaid it with bronze. He also made all the utensils of the altar, the pails, the shovels, the basins, the meat forks, and the firepans. He made all its utensils of bronze. And he made for the altar a grating of bronze netting beneath, under its ledge, reaching halfway up. He also cast four rings on the four ends of the bronze grating as holders for the poles. He made the poles of acacia wood and overlaid them with bronze. Then he inserted the poles into the rings on the sides of the altar with which to carry it. He made it hollow with planks. Moreover, he made the basin of bronze with its base of bronze, from the mirrors of the serving women who served at the doorway of the tent of meeting. Then he made the courtyard, for the south side of the hangings of the courtyard were of fine twisted linen, a hundred cubits. Their twenty pillars and their twenty bases were made of bronze. The hooks of the pillars and their bands were of silver. For the north side there were a hundred cubits, their twenty pillars and their twenty bases were of bronze. The hooks of the pillars and their bands were of silver. For the west side there were hangings of fifty cubits with their ten pillars and their ten bases. The hooks of the bases and their bands were of silver. For the east side fifty cubits. The hangings for the one side of the gate were fifteen cubits, with their three pillars and their three bases. And so for the other side. On both sides of the gate of the courtyard were hangings of fifteen cubits, with their three pillars and their three bases. All the hangings of the courtyard all around were of fine twisted linen, and the bases for the pillars were of bronze, the hooks of the pillars and their bands of silver, and the overlaying of their tops of silver, and all the pillars of the courtyard were furnished with silver bands. Now the curtain of the gate of the courtyard was the work of the weaver, of violet, purple, and scarlet material, and fine-twisted linen. And the length was twenty cubits, and the height was five cubits, corresponding to the hangings of the courtyard. Their four pillars and their four bases were of bronze, their hooks were of silver, and the overlaying of their tops and their bands were of silver. All the pegs of the tabernacle and of the courtyard all around were of bronze. This is the number of the things for the tabernacle, the tabernacle of the testimony, as they were counted according to the command of Moses for the service of the Levites by the hand of Ithamar, the son of Aaron the priest. Now Bezalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hur, of the tribe of Judah, made everything that the Lord had commanded Moses. With him was Oholiab, the son of Ahizamech, of the tribe of Dan, an engraver and a skilled embroiderer, and a weaver in violet, in purple, and in scarlet material, and fine linen. All the gold that was used for the work, 
in all the work of the sanctuary, which was the gold of the wave offering, was twenty-nine talents, and seven hundred and thirty shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. And the silver of those of the congregation who were counted was a hundred talents, and one thousand seven hundred and seventy-five shekels, according to the shekel of the sanctuary. A becca, a head, that is, half a shekel, according to the shekel of the sanctuary, assessed to each one who passed over to those who were counted, from twenty years old and upward, for the six hundred and three thousand five hundred and fifty men. The hundred talents of silver were used for casting the bases of the sanctuary, and the bases of the veil, a hundred bases for the hundred talents, a talent for a base. And of the one thousand seven hundred and seventy-five shekels, he made the hooks for the pillars, and overlaid their tops, and made bands for them. And the bronze of the wave offering was seventy talents and two thousand four hundred shekels. With it he made the bases to the doorway of the tent of meeting, and the bronze altar, and its bronze grating, and all the utensils of the altar, and the bases of the courtyard all around, and the bases of the gate of the courtyard, and all the pegs of the tabernacle, and all the pegs of the courtyard all around. Luke 1, 1-38 Since many have undertaken to compile an account of the things accomplished among us, just as they were handed down to us by those from the beginning were eyewitnesses and servants of the word, it seemed fitting to me as well, having investigated everything carefully from the beginning, to write out for you in orderly sequence, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the exact truth about the things you have been taught. In the days of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah, of the division of Abijah, and he had a wife from the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. They were both righteous in the sight of God, walking blamelessly in all the commandments and requirements of the Lord. And yet they had no child, because Elizabeth was infertile, and they were both advanced in years. Now it happened that while he was performing his priestly service before God in the appointed order of his division, according to the custom of the priestly office, he was chosen by lot to enter the temple of the Lord and burn incense. And the whole multitude of the people were in prayer outside at the hour of the incense offering. Now an angel of the Lord appeared to him, standing to the right of the altar of incense. Zechariah was troubled when he saw the angel, and fear gripped him. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall name him John. You will have joy and gladness and many will rejoice over his birth. For he will be great in the sight of the Lord, and he will drink no wine or liquor, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit while still in his mother's womb, and he will turn many of the sons of Israel back to the Lord their God. And it is he who will go as a forerunner before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of fathers back to their children, and the disobedient to the attitude of the righteous to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Zechariah said to the angel, How will I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is advanced in her years. 
the angel answered him and said, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and I was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news. And behold, you will be silent and unable to speak until the day when these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which will be fulfilled at their proper time. And meanwhile the people were waiting for Zechariah, and were wondering at his delay in the temple. But when he came out, he was unable to speak to them. And they realized that he had seen a vision in the temple, and he repeatedly made signs to them, and remained speechless. When the days of his priestly service were concluded, he went back home. Now after these days, his wife Elizabeth became pregnant, and she kept herself in seclusion for five months, saying, This is the way the Lord has dealt with me in the days when he looked with favor upon me, to take away my disgrace among the people. Now in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent from God to a city in Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph, of the descendants of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming in, he said to her, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was very perplexed at this statement, and was pondering what kind of greeting this was. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb, and give birth to a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great, and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. But Mary said to the angel, How will this be, since I am a virgin? The angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. For this reason the Holy Child will be called the Son of God. And behold, even your relative Elizabeth herself has conceived a son in her old age. And she who was called infertile is now in her sixth month, for nothing will be impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, the Lord's bondservant, may it be done to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Romans 10 Brothers and sisters, my heart's desire and my prayer to God is for them and their salvation. For I testify about them that they have a zeal for God, but not in accordance with knowledge. For not knowing about God's righteousness and seeking to establish their own, they did not subject themselves to the righteousness of God. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. For Moses writes of the righteousness that is based on the law, that the person who performs them will live by them. But the righteousness based on faith speaks as follows. Do not say in your heart, Who will go up into heaven? That is, to bring Christ down. Or, Who will descend into the abyss? That is, to bring Christ up from the dead. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is, the word of faith which we are preaching. That if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, 
resulting in salvation. For the scripture says, Whoever believes in him will not be put to shame. For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek. For the same Lord is Lord of all, abounding in riches for all who call on him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. How then are they to call on him in whom they have not believed? How are they to believe in him whom they have not heard? And how are they to hear without a preacher? How are they to preach unless they are sent? Just as it is written, How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. However, they did not heed the good news, for Isaiah said, Lord, who has believed our report? So faith comes from hearing, and hearing by the word of Christ. But I say, surely they have never heard, have they? On the contrary, their voice has gone out into all the earth, and their words to the ends of the world. But I say, surely Israel did not know, did they? First Moses says, I will make you jealous with those who are not a nation. With a foolish nation, I will anger you. And Isaiah is very bold and says, I was found by those who did not seek me. I revealed myself to those who did not ask for me. But as for Israel, he says, I have spread out my hands all day long to a disobedient and obstinate people. Proverbs sixteen twelve through 22 It is an abomination for kings to commit wicked acts, because a throne is established on righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of kings, and one who speaks right is loved. The fury of a king is like messengers of death, but a wise person will appease it. In the light of a king's face is life, and his favor is like a cloud with spring rain. How much better is it to get wisdom than gold? And to get understanding is to be chosen above silver. The highway of the upright is to turn away from evil. One who watches his way protects his life. Pride goes before destruction, and haughty spirit before stumbling. It is better to be humble in spirit with the needy than to divide the spoils with the proud. One who pays attention to the word will find good. And blessed is one who trusts in the Lord. The wise in heart will be called understanding, and sweetness of speech increases persuasiveness. Understanding is a fountain of life to those who have it, but the discipline of fools is foolishness. Psalm 34, 11-22 Come, you children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the person who desires life, and loves length of days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil, and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous, and his ears are toward their cry for help. The face of the Lord is against evildoers, to eliminate the memory of them from earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears, and rescues them from all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted, and saves those who are crushed in spirit. The afflictions of the righteous are many, 
but the Lord rescues him from them all. He protects all his bones. Not one of them is broken. Evil will bring death to the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will suffer for their guilt. The Lord redeems the souls of his servants, and none of those who take refuge in him will suffer for their guilt.